Welcome everyone to the social van Feeling Kyle sick of the bullshit So here they are, represent plus Ready to turn every podcast to dust So sit down and shut the fuck up Cause when and now, fuck your couch Welcome everybody to the social van Yeah Screen and it's going good. All right, shit. Two separate locations. That's why I said that. That's how it felt. That's how it felt. No, that's you. Just, just, just a little bit on there. That's, that's, that's your ass. Your ass nuzzles my ass rubs. Wait, I, that sounded bad because you're like, you nuzzle my ass. No, my ass. Like, no, my, so my no, ass I, rubs. <laughs> that's you. That's that, that's your ass thinking. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? This is Big Daddy here for C Plus Studios. I'm here with the KMB, the sexy ninja. How the hell are y'all doing today? How you doing, bro? I am fucking fantastic, man. I, uh, I feel good. I'm... Uh, I got done with the gym this morning. Um, I, I'm feeling good, man. Like I, I keep moving up in weights, so I, I, I'm just feeling like the power. You know, you go, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I'm I'm feeling great. Um, uh, my brothers were there this morning too, so that was pretty cool. And I got a I got a compliment from um from a uh, Juju, you know, and it was it was dope. I was just like, oh, because he's just like he felt he like felt my arm, and I just flex for him. He goes, he goes, goddamn! I was like, <laughs> I was like, I ain't playing no more, man. No more playing. I, I'm ready to put in the work. I'm ready to get myself going. I'm ready to get myself healthy. Good, um, good. So I, I've been, you know, and just I, I goddamn think, chicken nuggies alone. Hey man, the chicken nuggies. You can't mess with the chicken Shit. nuggies, bro. <laughs> if you guys don't eat meat, hell yeah, it's easy. <laughs> I did prep some meals though. I got um uh chicken and rice with uh, vegetables and right por- in, in portions, you know. Uh-huh. I th- and that was the biggest problem going into this, is just like I I've had too much um like I love the snack. I cut snacking down, way down. Um sugary drinks you know my red bulls and gatorade and all that stuff i I cut that out uh completely this past couple weeks and i'm seeing results because of it because of the folks yeah because it's damn because he knows i love my drinks i love i love soda gatorade big old big old sugary drinks and i just been drinking nothing but water like good water and I, I officially stopped drinking Gatorade sh- sugar-free like last week because I was like, you know what? This ain't helping. You know, there's, still, there's probably still a bunch of shit in here that I don't need in my body. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, just just water. Um, then I was then I started cutting back my eating habits. Like, like I was just, I'm not losing weight. I'm still going to the gym and I'm working out. And then, you know, someone pointed out like, well, do you still snack? I'm like, oh, I snack like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, there, well, there, there's your problem. <laughs> there's your damn problem right there. 
I was like, and uh, that was the biggest thing. He's like, you gotta drop the snacks, man. I was like, oh, the snack, the snackages, the chicken nuggies, man, the chicken nuggies. Well, dairy was already easy because I already cut out dairy. I do uh, coconut milk and almond milk and stuff like that. But everything else, it was everything else has been pretty easy. I have not. And what's what's been making it easy is the mindset. Uh, you know, my dad, he passed away of cancer years ago and stuff like that. I remember talking to a doctor. The doctor said, no, no. I said, hi, this, is this stuff hereditary? He said, no, this is, he said, cancer is not hereditary. I looked at him. I said, but other doctors say, he goes, I'm a cancer specialist. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> He's like, hold on, bitch. Look uh, here. Pretty, pretty See much my title? Yeah, cancer that, specialist. That's what he said. He's like, pretty much like, pump your damn brakes. Now, listen, listen to what I'm saying. It's not hereditary. <laughs> it's lifestyle. So I remember when he was showing me the papers of, of my dad and stuff like that, what they found in his system. I was like, ooh, god damn. I was and over the years, it, it didn't process until recently. I was like, you know what? Come on, man. You're 49 years old. You want to stick, you you want to see your grand, you want to see your grandchildren, you want to see life, you want to keep living. And I can honestly say I feel so much damn better, especially after seeing my blood work when my when my bad cholesterol went down almost. 13 points on my like, proud of you proud of you man thank like, you it's like uh the, yesterday i dropped the vlog uh day 22 or whatever and you know people get self-conscious when they start working out and start dieting and start you know taking care of their body a little bit more but then they get in that mindset of like oh man i'm not seeing no changes and then the, yesterday there was a lady at the gym she's really super nice super awesome uh, uh she let us uh she let me hang up a poster a c plus studios poster and she goes uh she walks up to i haven't seen her like in a, like a week or so and like i was getting ready taking off my stuff you know dripping in sweat just like all right cool i feel good packing up my bag and all of a sudden she goes hey and i was like i was like oh hey what's up and she goes you're looking good i was like really you know i was just like i i don't <laughs> i was like i don't i don't personally see it and she goes because you see yourself every day yeah you see she yourself goes, every day you, you don't she see goes, results. I, yeah she's like i i i haven't seen you in like a week or so and i'm just like she's like the bloating like you're not as bloated when you first came in and whatnot and she goes i remember seeing you bench and benched over when you had a big old cramp in your legs she goes now nah, i seen you do like a not <laughs> Not, now, now you see you doing like hundreds on the you know leg lifts, and she goes, "I see you doing like a, on the leg press. I did a four hundred and ninety pounds. Four ninety or four ninety five. Four ninety. Four ninety. Go shit. You, you got to start somewhere. That's what folks don't realize. Just you just got to start somewhere. Yeah, and I, I, I uh, what's it called the um, the weights thing? Like now today, I moved up to sixty pounds. Right. Like uh, when I first started, man, shit, it was like uh, 20 pounds or 15 pounds. Like I could barely even like keep my arms. I was like, you're actually using muscles you haven't used in a long damn time. That that makes a hell of a five difference. But as you as you get as you're going up in weight, just be careful. Don't don't go. Don't go zealous. Because you know oh, a dude. lot of them fools up in there. They you probably see them. They go, uh, uh, and then they go too heavy. Uh, uh, ooh, 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 oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm great. I'm, what I'm doing is, so I work on different parts of my body. Like every, you know, I keep I keep that consistent of being like, okay, today's leg day, today's upper body day, today's mid core, and stuff like that. And so when I do it, 
I'm like, okay, so like uh, I, I grabbed the 40, like uh, so to do like dumbbell curls. Yeah. I, I grabbed the 40s and I was like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, I already feel it right here. So I, w- I went down the 30s and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I- I'll get up to 40, then I'll get up to 50, but I got to get that slow progression, you know, of just yeah. trying to go up there. And um, it, it was pretty dope because I had my uh, uh, Suplex City shirt on today and I was doing that little bounce around that Brock does before he comes out. And one dude was like, Hey, I was just I looked, I was like, what's up? He goes, Brock Lesnar. I was like, yeah. He goes, you got that little Brock Lesnar bounce going on. I was like, I was okay. like, I know. Real quick, why'd you keep that shirt? How come you didn't give me that one? I don't know. No, it's okay, because I, 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 I probably would have burned it. Because I <laughs> fuck Brock, Brock Lesnar. I can't stand it. Oh, shout here. out to DJ Be Done. I shared the gifts. I still have a few more gifts I need to take over, but I shared the gifts with Big Daddy because he was like, I'm going to whoop your ass. If you I, like, say, I did not say that. He said what, that. What he I said, knew, I got I the text. He was, he was like, gonna I'm going to whoop your ass, boy. What I know what he was going to do is that he was going to pick through all the good shit first, and then he's going to bring me all the scraps. <laughs> I didn't do that, rolled. though. I didn't do that, though. I want the AJ then. I'll, I'll bring over the AJ. If it, it'll make you happy. Damn right. If that'll make you happy and you won't whoop my ass. Whoa, sis boy. <laughs> DJ, just put in that damn box. Snatch it. Just like that. Just, mm. <laughs> she well, she snatched it. He told me he she snatched that some bitch up quick. Go like it was like it was like watermelon on, on a picnic day. Oh, I just <laughs> I just I just thought about something. We gotta take care of some business. Shutter.com, www.shutter.com forward slash you enter podcast. Once you go to podcast, you enter this code. C plus C P L U S C plus. Which way you? Which way you going? I see so go my camera's reverse. See, I'm, I'm I'm that way. Like so. Like my camera's reverse. Like that. yeah, mine's reverse too. So there you go. Too sweet me. Too sweet me. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Uh, boop. There we go. And you spent thirty free days. Thirty free days, and then. After that, it's $5 to make you holler unless the price goes up, which I think is going to. And Shudder is putting out so much original content, folks. You will not be disappointed. Trust me. I'm doing my 33 days, and I just I can't believe the amount Dude. of shit that's on there. There's an awesome movie. It's called PG Psycho Gore Man. It is, it is fantastic. It is a movie that I just recommend on the highest level because they got some Power Ranger monster suits in there and they got, it's like space invasions and he's just ripping people's heads off. And I'm just like blood and gore. I'm just like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm old school horror. I'm watching right now. I'm going through the uh, Friday the 13th just, just for nostalgia, man. It's like, oh my God. I remember just watching this in the theater. I remember watching this in the theater and then even the new Friday. Um, Friday the Thirteenth, man. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, what was God. the rest? Of, Tyler, Tyler, um, the guy who plays Freddy. I mean, Jason. Um, what's it called with the Friday the Thirteenth? The new one, the newest yeah, the one, new right? One. Yeah. That that movie is dope because when he fucking runs, I he shit run. my pants. I shit my pants when I first saw that movie. I was like, that is terrifying, beyond yeah, terrifying. Right. <laughs> yeah, this this Jason is. I mean, to me, this he seems like an actual threat. He's. I mean, he. I mean, like you say, he runs. He'll catch you. He'll sling your ass around. He don't give a fuck, man or and, woman. Oh, you want to talk shit? And the tunnels. <laughs> and the tunnels that made it made it so much more sense. Because remember, like an old Friday Thirteenth, he fuck walks through the tunnels. fucking. Yeah, he walks through. He walks through the forest, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like second frame later, he has another like instrument of death, and it's just like. 
where the hell do you have a tool shed out here or something you know <laughs> and, and of course it's, it's produced by michael bay so you know it has to have some gratuitous sex and ass scenes hey but jason know. was nice enough to let that dude get his nut that was i was appreciate that because old jason was just like oh hell no you ain't gonna catch your nut i'm gonna cut you off right yep. now number four <laughs> number four he stabbed both them some bitches through the bed yep uh, you ain't you ain't getting a nut in my damn slice. slice <laughs> shit. Not my yeah. bed. And, and this one, he's, he's like outside the window. He's like, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. <laughs> no, you know, you, you know, you, you know what he was doing. He was oh, he's, he's stroking that machete. Just oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Fucking nasty ass, Jason. We got pervert Jason on this I, one. Thanks to Michael Bay. <laughs> I was never a big Jason guy. But just because uh, Freddy Krueger is my guy. Freddy Krueger has always been my guy. I just like the aspect of nightmares and stuff like that. You know, the the idea. Because, you know, I, I've told you, I, I have crazy nightmares. And, like, it, it's it's scary on certain levels with my nightmares. And that's why I think I, 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 I just love Freddy Krueger. You know, he's like this bitch. <laughs> folks, you know, you know, folks, huh? <laughs> I was, I was expecting, who are you talking to <laughs> all right so let me get into our uh, right, let's get it yeah let's get into this so we're gonna start off one of your questions that you had I'll, I'll, I'll lead in with you with one of the questions you asked future of star wars bro oh okay so the reason being because i was watching star wars the other day surprise <laughs> i'm watching star wars like every day um <laughs> it's like it's right behind me too you can see it yeah, no, solo. That's that's a cool poster, by the way. I, uh, thank you, oh, dude. I I had to before we get onto this. This is still Star Wars related. That poster, uh, I didn't get a chance to go to the premiere of Solo, but I got to go to the next day, and that poster was like you had to like pay the twenty bucks to go to the earlier premiere, mm -hmm. and you got that poster. And so the next day, when I went to the movies with uh Doug, and that poster was there. And I was just like, oh, you guys have leftovers. Can I get one? And the guy's like, oh, no. Did you uh, go to that premiere last night? I was like, no, I didn't get a chance to make it because I had to work. And the guy was like, well, no, you can't get that poster, bro. I was like, well, it looks like you have extra. And so and then he was like, nope. I was like, it ain't that bullshit. And I went and got my popcorn and whatnot. I went and watched Solo. Really enjoyed Solo. Came out. And then um, there was another guy up there. And I walked up. I was like, hey, man, can I get the solo poster? And he goes, oh, yeah. And he, he was just like, yeah, here. <laughs> he goes, here, fucking take it. He goes, we had we have oh, a bunch. Yeah. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> then I got it was framed. It, was, the other guy, was the other guy there who, so, who told you no? No, the other guy wasn't there. I guess he went on oh. break or something. <laughs> I was throwing his face. Look, motherfucker. See, he gave me a poster with your bitch ass. Now what? Mm. Yeah, so it's 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 a centerpiece in the one this part of the collection. Wait, let's see where are we at. This part of the collection because there's more on this side. Yeah, there's a lot more. You you've been here before. Like it's stupid amounts of toys <laughs> everywhere. Um, the late I would say <laughs> the latest one is this guy. My uh, brother got this for me. John Stewart. Oh. Yeah. You can't really see the face because the light was messing it up. I was like, Kilowog? There we go. But okay, now I can see his face. There it goes. Yeah. So yeah, my, my brother got that for me, and I was just like, oh, it's going right by my desk. But now Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> the, the future is Star Wars. The reason why I was asking this is because uh I've been watching the badge 
the Bad Batch religiously. So like right when I wake up, I know it's Friday. I know it's the holy day because I get Bad Batch first thing right when I get up. Well, usually then I take the daughter to the, you know, then I go to the gym. Then I like Bad Batch time, put on my headphones, grab my tablet, just mm, let it just all over me and watch the Bad Batch. <laughs> and so I was thinking about they, they said the nights, um, we got so many shows coming like Ahsoka, um, the Book of Boba Fett, you know, uh, more Mandalorian, and they and, f- and we got the movie from um, uh, what was her name? Why can't I think of her name now? She, uh, Patty Jenkins, um, you know. But from what I was reading too, is like they're not gonna they're gonna stay away from episodes for a while, and I think that's fair enough, you know. I like th- I think yeah, that's cool. They should they should stay away from episodes for a while. Yeah, you know, even though George wanted to go up to 12 and, you know, the the sequel trilogy was such a mess to the franchise, you know, because no one really knew. And now it's funny. It's like now I'm seeing like J.J. Abrams being like, yeah, well, we'll uh, we should have had a plan going in with all this trilogy stuff. I was like, you think you did have a. <laughs> He did well, he, he had a plan. Well, he had a plan, but he's taking it, and it's just so funny. All the hatred I see for the sequel trilogy, and I'm just like, I love Force Awakens, and I love the Rise of Skywalker. I wish we got to develop more of the characters, um, a lot more than we did. You know, it's and then like the Last Jedi is just such a sore spot in that trilogy. It's just like I just I haven't even seen it since it's been released. I've I've seen the movie at least two and a half times and that's a star wars movie i've seen the last jedi two and a half times and that's it i just can't bring myself and stomach to it but all the hatred i see for the sequel oh ray's not a skywalker i'm like ray is a skywalker i think she's earned it i think she's got to the progression of the story um i like the fact they brought back palpatine because it's kind of like a bittersweet like yes i've been there all along yes yes you know yeah that's just so cool because you know i do marathons all the time and i'm just like i did a marathon for um the prequel trilogy and it's just like man then you get into the original Star Wars trilogy. Then you get into see it's like Palpatine's been pulling the strings all this time. That is awesome because, and but I wish there's other things that I wish to happen. I wish we didn't get Snoke get killed and you know that quick because in the Force Awakens they they build Snoke up. Remember, like, yeah, Kylo walks in up. there and then all of a sudden on this big old hologram he's like. Yes, uh, Skywalker. Uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> and I remember, like, when we watched Force Awakens. I remember we went to the premiere, and it was like, "Who is this dude?" Then they're like, "Dead." Next movie, <laughs> that is like Palpatine. You know, <laughs> he created him. Exactly, exactly. It, it was, it was, it was ridiculous how they did it. And I was, I was sitting here thinking, okay, so where does this go from here? If you keep killing off your villains that damn fast without the chance to develop them, but you want to turn around and write books about them but then maybe later on down the road what's going to piss people off is if you do like they did the expanded universe and cancel that damn universe where do you go you know do do you you got to have some damn consistency well it's like um you know they, they keep on trying with this new expanded universe you know i that i constantly read and try to keep up you know the high republic and the high republic's meh it's okay. It's 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 still Star Warsy in its way, but it's okay. 
I, I, I really had some high hopes because I was like, oh, the High Republic, cool. We're, we're going way back, you know, even though they erased the old Republic and all this and that, you know. I was like, okay, cool. This is a new fresh start, a new canvas since you guys are creating your own EU, you know. And it was like, eh, okay. It was like that. It was like um, the book the other day, the Skywalker family book. Yeah. You know, just randomly, I was like, what is this? <laughs> you know, I was just, Oh, man. They, they, they put out random books like that every month. You know that? Yeah. And um, I, I, that's why I can't keep up. Like this place would look crazy if I kept up because there'd be Star Wars <laughs> books everywhere, and there, um, and the wife would not like that. But <laughs> you know, and it, I remember you telling me that, like, hey man, there's another Star Wars book. I'm like, man, no build up. There was a build up to the High Republic, but then they just like, here you go. Like when we were over there, I saw that um, they had uh, an encyclopedia guide to um, Galaxy's Edge. You know, I was just like, "What? When was this a thing? When? When did this drop?" <laughs> you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it, and I was just like, "It's hilarious to me." But the future of Star Wars, I I hope we get to see Ray again. I hope we get to see Finn again. I know, I know, John Boyega, he's he's tapped out. He's like, "I right, I did, he's, did yeah, my." He's he's like done. He's done with them. He's like, "I did my thing." And even if we explore more of his story and animation, you know, I want to see Poe Dameron. Like, I love Ray Poe. And Finn, you know, I the, that new trio of characters that we didn't explore because, like, you had them. They weren't really together until the end. <laughs> and that was the point. And it was just like, man, like, you split them off in Last Jedi. And then, you know, they're really not together. And, you know, and they're they building up in Force Awakens. And then Rise of Skywalker, you're like, okay, finally, here, they're together. And it's just like, the the... I want to see more of those characters. I want to see what Ray's doing now. You know, I want to see where Ray's going now. Did she stay on Tatooine? Did she, you know, or did she just go there to bury uh, Luke and Leia's saber? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, there's a three book series coming out of her with her exa explaining exactly that. What happened afterwards? Does she is she continuing her training? Is she does she want to go look for more Jedi who might have survived? Um, you know, does she want to go look for her parents, or does she is she resolved with that that her parents were just pieces of shit, and they just she decided to move on to uh, a lot. There's a yeah, the three book series is going to explain a lot, and plus there's another one coming out with Poe. You know how, how how he builds up how he how he's going to build up you know the squadrons and stuff like that, and um the even now with you no know, the bounty hunter. The Bounty Hunters Guild. Now that Boba Fett's back, you know what's going to happen with the Bounty Hunters Guild and and, and everything. I can't. I, there, there's a lot of books I want to read now that that's going to be just goddamn interesting. Well, it's like in, at the end of uh, Mandalorian season two when um, Boba took the throne. That was that was just like oh. Then the book of Boba Fett coming. I'm just like oh my goodness, please, Lord, yes. please. Where, you where know? do we go from here? That's all what it says, and especially in video game continuity. Uh, EA Electronic Arts is losing the Star Wars license in 2023. Who's huh. gonna pick it up? Who's where, where, who's who's gonna pick it up? Where do they go from there? Uh, the Old Republic uh, MMO that's currently online. They realize what what Disney did. They canceled fucking. They canceled it. They they canceled the old the Old Republic. So why keep this universe going? It, it, I don't know. At Disney, I can see where they're going with the franchise. They want to make it more relevant, but at the same time, they are stepping on a lot of damn toes on the people who got them there. And if they keep it up, they're not gonna. You know, they're gonna have anyone to have their back. Sure, they can all. They can create. I mean, they got 
Mickey's dick money, but they can they can they can create in house studio. Yeah, exactly. Woohoo! We got our own in game studio now. I mean, they got a comic book company. They got several publishing companies. Hell, why not make their own video game franchise? Uh, bring back you know the island of the uh, Skyland. I the yeah, island of Skull Monkey. That one game. They need to make um the um. <laughs> Well, comic books, like you said, and I'm uh, me being more current on the current comic book stuff. You know, uh, I think they're killing it with uh, the Star Wars comics right now because they're right. now they're entering into their big crossover um, event. It's called the War of the Bounty Hunters, and it takes Ooh. place. Yeah, it takes place between Empire and Return, and everyone's after Solo. <laughs> so. Boba's basically nice. got to go to war with all the bounty hunters to keep Solo on Slave One just to get to Jabba the Hutt. So we already know the end results. He did take it, take the bounty, but it's going to be cool seeing Boba. Oh, they're doing the side story. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's the war of the bounty hunters. Everybody's after Han because of the big bounty that's on his head. But Boba Fett's like, oh, shit. Uh, all right, all right. You know, getting ready. Got his weapons. He's like, "Let's do this." Then <laughs> let's I, I go bet. to war. <laughs> I, bet. I mean, and he's, you know, he doesn't really have any allies uh, during this time. It's just him. He doesn't trust nobody. You know, his dad put in his head like, "Here's this book." Well, I, actually, that series is done too. The the kids, uh, pop that kids series that they did of him because I got Anthony the books. It was a uh, Boba Fett, the fight to survive. And basically, it just chronicled his story from his birth to his dad getting killed to all the way up to when he got the armor and he told the Mandalorians, fuck off, that I got this. You guys weren't there for me. You were there for him. You this don't is the way? Me. Bullshit. It's cool. And it's, it's fucking cool. But I forgot that series got. I was going to say, I was like, that, now that's not, that's not, now it's a Legends non canon. <laughs> well me off. <laughs> this goes into another franchise another uh one of my questions um mgm the big 007 home has been bought by amazon and i'm a big james bond guy i know you are too you know and it's crazy because like amazon is just like Shoop. And I looked at MGM's catalog and I'm like, holy shit. I did too. I, after we talked about that in the car, we decided to go take a look. And I was looking at it like, man, that is like over a hundred years of movies. Yeah. And it's crazy just because like there's so many streaming sites and it's after all the, li I was thinking about this the other day, like after all the licenses and licensees or whatever that they've made with all these streaming sites, because, mm -hmm. you know, they do that because like how Wonder Woman is, it is HB, it is Warner Brothers property, but they already signed licensee deals for it to pop up on a Netflix or pop up on Amazon Prime or pop up, you know, mm -hmm. on Voodoo and whatnot. After all these contracts per se are done, and they all go back home to where they actually, where the owner actually belongs to them. How many, how that price is going to go up because you're going to be like, yes. I want to, I want to watch Scooby Doo. Well, you know, you pay for the streaming site, it is $25 a month. You want to watch that Scooby Doo? <laughs> Scooby Doo worth 25 bucks to you? Hell yeah. Here, and and no, no Scooby Snack. Sorry. No Scooby Snacks. You, that's $30. <laughs> you want $30 to get the Snooby Snacks, motherfucker? That's what you get. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's gonna be crazy. It is gonna be crazy when all these properties go back home. Uh, MGM with Amazon, you know, snatching that up. It's gonna be. It's it's you know. Are they are they gonna have different? Uh, I think I have a whole new section like MGM catalog. Uh, is are they just gonna integrate it into everything? It's, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what's gonna happen here in the next. Well, it's like with the new James, It's like with the new James Bond movie. Will that be a prime thing? Like you know, like you have Amazon Prime, you get um, to watch the new Bond movie at home. Yeah, you know, if you have it. Yeah, and. That that that's mind blowing to me. I'm like, oh man, and like, it's gonna be awesome too. Even though I have the box set, it's gonna be awesome too to have all the 007 movies in one area. You know, it is, it is gonna be cool. It's gonna like, be fucking hella bad. Yeah, and I've been trying to find the original Casino Royale, the one like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying to find that one, but you know, I I love Bond. Like, um, I really I really bonded. <laughs> pardon the pun bonded with uh daniel craig's uh bond and i know this next one is his last one because he's constantly over and over again bashing the franchise in some certain way of like he's just like i'm done like after quantum of solace he's like i'd rather you put a gun to my head <laughs> like you fucking do yeah, another I, one and see that was my that was that was one of my favorites right there quantum of solace just the storyline just the way the storyline went and he just bashed the living shit out of it and i was like well, it was like okay. uh when uh he left homeboy in the desert and he's like he throws him a can of oil i was like He's like, there you go. That's something to drink. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, left your ass in the middle of the desert, gave you a can of oil and said, there you go, bro. Peace out. That's that's, <laughs> that's what that's what, that's what pretty much Amazon did to everybody right now, too, with purchasing that. Now they got a studio. They got a full-blown backlot studio. Oh, yeah. Well, they're putting the out movies on their the own. Limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sky's going to be the limit now. Yeah, and it, it's just like uh, Paramount Plus. I, I do have Paramount Plus because Kathy likes watching SpongeBob, and that's where you can get SpongeBob and all the other Nickelodeon goodies and stuff like that. And, of course, watching my Picard. Uh, we got season two coming up next year, uh, you know, and Star Trek Discovery, which I'm still trying to, like, pull the trigger on watching. But I've heard, like, eh, things, you know. And, like, today I saw a trailer, and this is going to be, like, everyone calm down. I saw the trailer for the new Paw Patrol movie. I actually got excited because it's going to stream on Paramount Plus in August. And I was just like, Paw Patrol! Because I, I watched it all the time with Kathy. I bought her the um, the big tower thing. And I that was one of the big gifts I got for her for like one of her, 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 her first or second Christmas. Uh-huh. I, I remember like I, I saved up and I bought the big Paw Patrol thing and and i was so excited because i was i that we we constantly watched paw patrol together and it was just something and then like today before she went to school i was like did you see the new paw patrol movie trailer she goes uh-uh because she doesn't really watch it as much now yeah but she was like uh uh-uh. and then i showed her and both of us sitting there were laughing and we're like oh and i was just like we're gonna watch this right she goes yeah i was like all right cool me and you're gonna watch this because me and her watched the last spongebob movie because they put the new spongebob movie on and both of us watched that and man we were dying of laughter like i <laughs> I, I have no shame man i love cartoons i you know just just that feeling of a saturday morning cartoon or just just putting on something like there's also like you know, it, it, and then that's why it's just crazy with me. Like things I love being bought up and snatched up by these corporations. And, and now Amazon's like, I got your bond. 
Uh, they got a uh, lot of things, man. They got they got the what now the original Wizard of Oz. They got they got everything. Uh, Gone with the Wind. Gone was one with of them. The Wind. Uh, a lot of the old religious movies, you no know, Ten Commandments, all those. Most shit. They got it all. Even even some of the old uh, Hercules franchise movies, man. Remember the original Hercules movie? Oh shit! Like that? They yeah, got dude. Those. So it's 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 gonna be um, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird seeing all this shit just come out. That we haven't seen in years. <laughs> that's that's true, man. And what's funny is like with my box set, I'm really glad I got this box set because um I and what was cool about my 007 box set was I this I got it like a year and a half ago and or like no two years ago and I I bid on it on eBay and I got the thing for $25 and my mom helped me out. Because I didn't have twenty the whole twenty five dollars to pay for the thing because I, I was a little broke at that point. But I, <laughs> my dumbass was bidding like crazy because I really want this 007 box set, and I got it and they got it shipped and I thought it was just DVDs, all Blu-rays. Yeah, I, I I opened it. I was like, oh, this is so awesome. I know it's all DVDs, but you know now I have the whole entire Bond franchise, you know. And then I I looked. I was like, these are Blu-rays. Holy it's shit! Even better shit. That's even better. <laughs> yeah, that, better. Yeah, the only thing it did not have in the box set was a uh, Spectre, but that's fine. I I got Spectre at Bookman's. Oh, did my, you? You got yeah, that one over there. Yeah, I got a. You know, I it was one of those things where, like, I was like, okay, well, I got the box set. Now I need Spectre, Bookman's, and it's like eight bucks Blu-ray, and I'm like, here's my credit. <laughs> now I own the. <laughs> but uh, out of what would you say is your favorite Bond movie? Hmm. Probably the very first one I saw, Moonraker. Hell yeah. That was, um, the, that was the reason why I remember watching that one because that's when uh the movie channel first came out. Like you like decade before before your ass was even a thought of. <laughs> before I was a stain in my daddy's before drawers. Before he was a stain or even a thought boy. <laughs> yes, they they came out with Moonraker and I was like, okay. And I remember that's when they had the, the plans for the they showed the, the space shuttle. And I was like, "Oh, what is this?" I got more interested in, after a while. I got more interested in the space show than watching the, the the crazy space fight and you know all that shit. And I was like, "Oh, okay." So no, a lot of well, a lot of future shit coming out. Well, what's crazy is like I was just listening to Rebel Force Radio the other day. So this goes back to Star Wars, but it ties in how during that time period when Star Wars dropped in seventy seven, May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven, and I'll tell everybody the real Star Wars day. No, no disrespect to May 4th, but the real Star Wars Day, May 25th, 1977, when that movie dropped, sci-fi movies were getting greenlit like crazy after the popularity of Star Wars. Yes. And that's what they were talking about. And they're like, yeah, they even send Bond to space. I was like, oh, yeah, 79. <laughs> they were just greenlighting every single sci-fi project after that just because they're like, oh, well, 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 hey, hey. Do you guys got a Star Wars? Anybody got a Star Wars movie? Come on. Like, look how big this thing got, you know. <laughs> they got big quick. They got big quick. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that time. Uh, I wasn't born in that time period, but I remember that just all those movies that came, like, you know, because they're like Battlestar Galactica and, hey, bring back Star Trek, uh, you know, because that came out, I think, 79, 78? Buck, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. And they're just like, give Flash Gordon, just give us everything we can to capture that. 
Star Wars, you know, money. We need that Star Wars money. And it, it was just funny because when you said Moonraker, I was just like, and that just popped in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, they did send Bond to space because they're like, uh, 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 huh? How do we cash in? How do we cash in? How do we cash in? <laughs> send and his ass it. up there. And they did it. They fucking did it. <laughs> I, I would say out of guilty. Well, of course, Goldeneye. Goldeneye is so good. Um, I would say as a guilty pleasure, just a gu- guilty pleasure pick, Die Another Day. With Halle Berry. Like, I, I, I would say Die Another Day just because it's, it's so cheese. It's so machismo that it, it's great because when he, <laughs> the, the invisible car to the ice palace and to the awesome Madonna song. Another day. I, I think I think I watched that movie one time and that was it. Uh, it's it, it is a constant repeat when I can. It's either Goldeneye or um, Casino Royale, the, the Daniel Craig. Uh-huh. That, I remember when that movie dropped, and I was so excited because I was like, "Oh!" Because everyone was like, "Ew, blonde, bond, blue eyes." Uh, then after that movie came out, everyone's like, "Oh shit, Daniel Craig's a beast." <laughs> yep he 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 was the he was the 007 that was in the original Ian Fleming books, where he was a badass, not a fucking playboy, and a semi racist. Huh? <laughs> and racist. And, oh, I, and racist. Uh, yeah, I, I, I went back. I remember you remember when I was going through the uh, Ian Fleming books, and I was just I went. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, Ooh. especially um, oh, what which one was it? It was one where you just kept on using the N word like crazy, and I just like it, it became uncomfortable at a certain point because I was like, right, that's <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I'll go to the next one when he's out of Harlem. You know, just just. <laughs> You know what? Speaking of next ones, right? What's what that? About, what, what about that AMC? AMC is going on the offense right now. Uh, they swooped up a couple of movie theaters franchises, specific theaters and arc light cinemas, and people are like, "Okay, how do they do this?" Go back to the summertime. Remember when the when the uh, the Reddit investors they helped them invest. They helped them get two hundred and thirty million dollars. So these movie theater franchises did go out and they swooped their asses up. AMC right now is going to be at well here in a few months after the whole complete you no know, thing goes through purchase is going to be the largest movie franchise in in the states. Well, the problem is though what what I was thinking about because when you put that question out there to me, didn't they like cut ties with Universal? Like they, because they got fucking mad at like Fast Nine pushing back the next year. Because when COVID happened, Fast Nine was like, "All right, you know, we're we're gonna move the next year. This movie needs to be seen in the theaters." And then like um, AMC was like, "Never, never again will we show a pair, uh, you know, Universal movie. Was it Univer- yeah, Universal, Universal movie. Yeah, we're blah blah blah. They like that. Was it? Yeah, they no, that was uh, that was them. It was them and Regal." Yeah. Regal kind of quickly said, uh, no, actually, okay, we, we jumped the gun. We're sorry. It's just, you know, this is just a bad time. I'm but, like, man, but- you're really not going to show Fast 9? Probably one of the biggest blockbusters of the summer. But okay. Okay, MC. You're not going to show Jurassic World Dominion? Oh, okay. no. Let's see. Let's, let's check it out <laughs> real quick. Uh, uh, Fast 9. Come on. If my phone works correctly. The tickets are on sale now, so I got to get our tickets. Because you know we're going. Because we live our life a quarter mile at a time. Fast nine. 
in. If it's at AMC, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Oh, oh, you know, you know, you know, they're not going to pass up that money, bro. Because that's 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 contractual. They have to. But after that, though, I vowed that. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that's awesome. Right there, folks. Right there. <laughs> like, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> Vin Diesel's like, so you're not going to show our movie? Uh, well, 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 well. Then, Vin, uh, let's 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 talk about this again. Like. <laughs> There's a lot of money. Man, 25 minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Then um, I, I'm excited. Like every time I see the trailer or they're like, and when Vin Diesel did that last trailer where he's like this, we're coming home back to the theater. And I was just like, <laughs> here's what cracks me up though about this AMC deal. Uh, Regal tried buying up some uh, movie theater franchise back in the day like a couple years ago because they had went out they had went out of business well they put their asses out of business just so they can buy them that was denied i'm sitting I'm here wondering how the hell did amc get this deal when regal was denied is and then plus two uh, amc already said and i was looking at their their website yesterday they said that they're going to try to get in every major and minor town within the next within the 50 states within the next three years uh they already got a foothold with these arc light pacific theaters i mean california they're gonna blow up big time uh well I, but the sad thing is i will never set foot in an amc like i i got harkins you know what i'm saying and if i had to choose fuck, like fuck, honestly fuck harkins 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 knows what they're doing we i mean we used to work there we they they know exactly what they're doing <laughs> they, yeah that, like i i'm a harkins guy what can i say like you know and like yeah i would love though to go to mom and pop movie theaters you know i know they have a lot of them in like new york and on the east coast and stuff like that and little tidbits here and there there's still the mom and pop theaters and whatnot you know like the what do you call them um discounted theaters uh-huh yeah because uh, me and um uh, me and the wife were talking about that yesterday. She showed me a movie theater. Was it yesterday a movie theater from her hometown that's no longer there? And I was just like, "Oh man!" And I went through, looked through the movie theaters in um, Farmington, and the Centennial Twin was my jam, man. That that the discounted theater. It was yeah. a, it was where you got to see it one more time. Before, you know, like while the movie was out on VHS, it, but you got to see it here one more time on the big screen. And they would have this thing at seven to eleven where it was like free little. Uh, bring your kids free movie tickets, and we had to get up like butt ass early to get to Farmington because it's about 30, 30 minutes away and get in there because there was a line. All the natives were there, like, hey, like, here we go, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's go, dad, free movie, let's go, dad. <laughs> you know, we, we were all there, baby. We were like, well, uh-uh, we ain't gonna miss out. And that's where I first saw Batman and Robin. Was at a, the discount of Centennial Twin because, you know, we really weren't, we didn't have that much money. So going to the movies were really not a thing. Like, I, and that's why, like, I, I worn out so many VHS tapes, <laughs> you know, like, especially the iconic ones like um, Terminator 2, um, Batman, of course, Star Wars, the original trilogy and VHS and stuff like that. And, um, the VHS tape would go everywhere with me. My mom laughs because I always, I always carried Batman eighty nine, Keaton. Uh-huh. That was always in my bag. I was like, <laughs> going over to grandma's, boop, Batman. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this AMC. I, I, I hope I hope the best for them. They're, they're, they're trying to expand. They're, they're trying to hope for, hope for the best. Well, that's you. You, you. Once you get stuck in your ways, you get stuck. 
I'm you are, stuck. You are, you are really like an old ass woman. I you am. You just get I stuck am. in your damn ways. I, I don't know. Me personally, I hope the best from because that means it, it means more. Worst. Fuck off. <laughs> I hope the best from. Shit. Fuck parking. <laughs> I'm gonna make a shirt that says I'm a Harkins guy and get you a shirt that says I'm an AMC guy. <laughs> I'm not an AMC guy. I just hope the best for him because that means if they can put the 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 stomp on Harkins a little bit because of because uh, we know how Harkins operates and even after you know one of their what? former uh, district member that that one dude that I'm not gonna say his name he was he's beat remember when we were there to hit that former district guy. Oh, I know the guy you yeah. don't like. Yeah, the when guy that you ass, despise. I despise his ass, ass his ass. Well, so what? What is? What is? Uh, what is Harkins' goal? Harkins' goal is to put down every mom and pop sto- uh, movie theater in Arizona so they become the number one franchise. I'm like, that is hooked up. Hey man, like, but watch us though. Years from now, we're gonna be like. You know what? We want to be the most number one podcast to where everybody else just fails. <laughs> no, I would never ever do that because that shit comes back to bite you in your ass. And that's when I show up in like a three piece suit <laughs> doing these podcasts <laughs> and being like the gold ring on the finger and be like, I want them all done. All podcasts who bow to us. <laughs> and I'll just be sitting here in my hoodie still, like, yes, folks. Let's do it. And then I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so ripped. Look at these abs. These are million dollar abs. Ask the other podcast if they have million dollar abs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and me, I'll just be like, folks, that's him. That's his bullshit. Me, you're like, I, 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 I'm, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all in to win it. But hey, you know what? Let's help each other. This you're like, I, you know, this, this motherfucker. You're like, I don't, I don't know what happened to him, but he sold out quick. <laughs> as soon as the money started flowing, he was just like, oh yeah. Put my face on everything. <laughs> fleshlights can be fleshlights. Uh, you know, <laughs> that'd be you. That 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 be you. I'd be like, I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't know. I don't know about him, folks. Merchandise myself like kiss. You know, this face on a casket. You know, this face on <laughs> just everywhere. Toilet paper, everything. Put my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> Three-piece suit, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it, because that has nothing to do with AMC. Yeah. <laughs> well, that does, because you're like... You're like uh, no, it doesn't. You, want, you, you want a success. You want a success, and you get mad at Harkins, because Harkins is just like, yeah, we're going to knock down every mom-and-pop shop we can, because why we want to be number one? But for, them to, for him to actually say that just like that, and for them to actually do it, that's fucked up. AMC just wants to work with everybody, probably except for Universal right now. <laughs> but they're like, hey, you know what? We don't want to get sued because we're in the contract to show you movies. So, yeah, go ahead and bring it in, bitches. I mean, yes, Universal. <laughs> go ahead and bring well, it in. <laughs> well, you know, this is a crazy this this next question of yours is crazy because I was I'm, I'm listening to the Insane Clown Posse's Doomsday Countdown podcast. Yeah. And this this was something they were actually talking about, and and this one's about population. You me know, and my mom was me and my mom was talking about this one. That's why I was sitting there. That's why it kind of threw me off for her to actually bring it up to me. I'm like, um, 
So basically, folks, the population time bomb is what they're talking about right now. By the year 20, they they up. They used to keep saying by 2050, the population of the earth is going to be ridiculous. Now, the reason why I asked this, I brought this up to, to can be because we're talking about the population of China. They just recently rescinded another law that they made in 2015 where you can only have two kids. Now you can have three kids because they realize that their decrease in pop they, they had that China actually had a decrease in population and to the point where they realize that okay, who's gonna take care of our elderly around this time when this generation comes around? Nobody. So they rescinded that they, they rescinded that law and brought in you can have three, you can have three kids now. Now the documentary she was showing me was was talking about how they would sew up women's vajayjays just so they wouldn't have kids anymore the only thing they could they could be exposed was the was the little pee hole area and that's it bro that is it uh but what was what another thing what they're talking about with the population control especially here in america they're talking about uh certain races uh are dropping they mostly said white folks are dropping here in the united states because White women want to have careers. They don't want to have that. They, they, they don't want. They, they want families, but they don't want kids. They would rather focus on their careers, keep having longevity. They want to make their money and stuff like that. Meanwhile, all those people of color, we're still, we're still having kids, but we're also having careers. But <laughs> the, the the population they said is supposed to drop dramatically here in the next ten years because people just aren't having kids. Well, it's like, uh, like the reason why I brought up the, the that podcast I was listening to is because they're talking about the population and talking right. about how, you know, throughout the years, like there was a huge spike of just people like the, the mm-hmm. you know, and just how it uh, how Earth can only stand with a certain amount of number of people on the planet and whatnot and this and that. And they're talking about how there's a big old where they take these radiated canisters to New Mexico in the middle of the desert, you know. 2,000 feet down in the ground, all this uh, nuclear waste that has to sit there and how it collects and how that can just take out a whole population. Talking about Chernobyl mm-hmm. and just crazy shit. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not really into those kind of things. But for some reason, I listening to this, I'm like, say what? Holy shit. You know, like it, it's just crazy. And this seeing that spike in the population itself and how it was like kind of like, okay. Okay, and they, they have this really cool video where they showed like uh, the, like um, uh, the 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 Earth, uh-huh. and it went through the timeline, and then where you saw little yellow um, yellow dots, that was millions of people there. Then like it was like this, 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 and then when it slowly got to us, it just went boop I was just like, God damn! A huge spike in population. But now it's starting to go as where that spike went. It's going like this. Yeah. Now. That's why I was so excited when you brought this to the table. I was just like, was this big daddy like watching me? Because I watched like it's a three hour podcast. So I've been taking it like chunk by chunks every day. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, but daddy's watching me. Is he man? Like he, I was just like, that's crazy. But yeah, it, it's insane, man. And how like this world, what, what did they say? It's a hundred, it's a hundred seconds to midnight. You know mm-hmm. about and that's just crazy to me, man. It's just it, like it was kind of mind blowing and kind of scary too at the same time. <laughs> it is. We we never thought that 
that we would be this far in population and stuff like that, or our our resources would be you know starting to dwindle. I mean, you know, the first thing that's going to be going is is water because because they keep building all this these these complexes and shit like that, and and uh, the main one that's the main culprit of uh, the population dropping right now too is is because of animal agriculture. That's why the that's why the, we had the Australian fires. We had the they had the Amazon fire because they it takes you know you know you know how much it, you know how much it makes how much water it takes to make one hamburger patty two hundred and forty liters of water. Oh shit! Yeah, for dude. one hamburger patty. Hey, I man. was like, what the fuck? I said, so how much so how much water are we waste in the, a day? Doing all this shit, not not only for our sewer system, for our drinking water, for our these goddamn golf, these fucking golf resorts and shit like that. Well, it's like um, uh, like a uh, the trail behind your house. We went on that trail, and there's that little pond. Mm-hmm. Stinky because it's wastewater. But I feel so bad for those ducks and those My birds. Like that, they they gotta swim through that shit water, like literally shit water. And I were like seeing the frogs in that water too, you know, and. I'm just like, this is crazy. These beautiful animals gotta swim in shit, you know. And, and it was never like that. That was never uh, that was never wastewater before, bro. It was actually a nice lake back there back in the day. Yeah, and like when you, like when you walked that trail too, because we went both ways. We mm-hmm. went by your house, and we also went uh, by the one by CCC, you know. And but you could tell when you're getting close because that just smell just whoosh, and then you're just like. All through that canyon, it creeps in through all through that damn canyon. It gets worse when that breeze goes through there, boy. You're like, um, I know you're like walking. Like I was walking, I was enjoying my shit. This shit. Who, who done put it on the damn cells? Goddamn! And, and I was just like, <laughs> that's it. no joke, folks. That's what you do. But I mean, there, there's a nice, there's a nice urban trail behind my house. But when you, with that wind kicks in, you can. It just like it's like it's like the Death Star. Just like that, and that wind just brings that funk just all like this, and it hits your face. Yeah, your that explosion is your face because you're like, oh damn! What the fuck is that? Shit! I I just go straight into my Arnold's like, my eyes, it stinks, it stinks. Oh, it stinks your eyes too. Oh yeah, that's why I'm glad I got the glasses. Uh, At least it holds it back a little bit. Then it goes slowly creeps in. You're like, Mm. I'll I'll start going. I was like, how how do those ducks not be like? God damn. Did I take a shower today? You know. <laughs> oh, they, oh they, they probably do. They're just like, we got nowhere else to go. Motherfucker. That's, that's the first one, but that second one's not like that. That little second pond is not like that. But they're but they're wanting to use that one for animal agriculture as well. And I'm like, you guys, you know what? Just god damn it. Just, <laughs> yeah. Well population control, boy. This I, COVID didn't help either. No, a lot of people were fucking. <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people were fucking during covid and you don't want to go to the store no all right let's let's, let's fuck yes yeah come on bring your ass over here as as many people as we lost rest in peace we birthed just as many people so we lost mm-hmm. over six million people we birthed in between 2020 march march of 2020 all the way up until now seven million seven million Ah, uh, that's a lot of hugging, boy. That's a lot. I know people say, "Well, Phil, where'd you get your info from?" Go to the CDC website. 
go to go to the uh, the interweb. Something something logistics. Uh, the uh, statistics logistics website. Go to that shit, and you'll they'll show you guys. Okay, population spikes during this time, and COVID was a huge. And I'm talking, boop, not like not like a steep. Uh uh-uh. uh. It, it <laughs> so like much this. so, Pornhub Premium oh. was free. <laughs> yeah, Pornhub Premium was free. <laughs> They're like, hey, 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 everyone staying up? All right, you perverts out there, it's free. <laughs> a lot of babies. A lot of it think or shot off, a, or shot off a lot of babies onto the wall. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right, but um, we got a great interview coming up. Uh, I did uh. The other day, I was telling uh, Big Daddy, I also sent Big Daddy the song. It's uh, from Suffer It Down. The song is called Old Friend. And I got to talk to Erica. And a special guest pops up in that interview that you're going to be hearing here soon. So this is a long podcast. But I, 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 the interview was fun. And you're going to get a song uh, before the interview, after we get off here. Um, the, the interview was fun. It was great, and especially with this new format we got here with StreamYard, I it, it just felt like a real conversation with the person that I, you know, and that's what I've always wanted, you know, kind of like that Joe Rogan style where you're trying to get to know the person and you know understand the person, and that that just made more of the conversation because you'll hear me make fun of that in the in the interview because I was like. You know, most interviews, like when we did them on Skype, there, there's that weird second delay. So with every person we interview, I was like, all right, um, so I need you like to like wait a second. Like, uh, like after I'd be like, here's the question. Wait five seconds, then answer. I'll wait five seconds. Then I'll, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll ask the question. And I go, it was such a pitch to just edit that you know and i i looked at the i i just downloaded it. i looked at it before we started all this uh our, our the interview itself and i was just like oh so beautiful and so much easier and she's so awesome erica nice. you, you're 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 just such an awesome beautiful person and you guys are going to get to know her and her band and upcoming projects they have and it's 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 a great interview, and I, I had a lot of fun, and I, the, there's just so much content in it. You, your your wig's gonna be blown back, and you're just gonna be like, "All right, all right, all right, all right." right. I'm I'm bold though. Your your magical wig, the the wig, the the. <laughs> your <laughs> oh, you did shave. Looks good. That's right. <laughs> oh, that kind of hurt. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy the interview. Um. And like I said, it's fun. And I hope you enjoy the song. Uh, Big Daddy checked out the song and he liked it. And it, it's just going to get you rocking, throw up them devil horns. So, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, say it. I love you. I love you, brother. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, yeah, but that, this was fun. Um, don't, don't forget to check us out every Saturday. We have not missed the Saturday. At all, we've been staying on time, and we've been growing, and as you can see, the evolution just keeps on rolling, baby. And if you want, if you're down and you and you love C Plus Studios, uh, go get yourself some merch at our T Public store. We got so many great designs. We just dropped this one great design. You'll see on here, um, it, you know, a little bit of inspiration from a certain club. 
that's all I'll say. A little inspiration, but it, it it's a cool looking design. Um, we got so many. The Big Daddy, Big Daddy has a new design coming soon. I that do. Been, Boy, that, I, got several, I got several designs. I'm like, he, yeah. he's been working on, and he's been sending to me. And uh, my brother, uh, he's still working on a one Big Daddy uh, an animated project for a shirt design and it's looking dope every time i see it he's just like well how's this i'm like make his tongue longer and or this and that you know it's just like you're gonna get make this just full-on big and daddy I, in your face style you know and I, and I haven't seen it yet folks so it's gonna be a big old surprise to me he they're they're seeing that i i haven't seen shit yet so well because i wanted I to be I perfect can't, I, can't make- I, I wanted to be perfect because i want you to see it and your imaginary wig is gonna go <laughs> You're gonna be super more bald than your bald. Than you've been. <laughs> You're gonna be smooth everywhere. Everywhere. I'm already smooth there. Oh, well, good. I'm know. kidding. No, I'm the fuck I'm not. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm rocking the bush, man. <laughs> like I'm Zohan. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. You ah. Uh, it, I nope. I refuse. I, I no. I'm not telling you to. It's it. It it, it was one of my favorites when it came out, just because like, uh, make sexy time. You know. <laughs> well, that movie has a, like, uh, if that movie was released today, it probably would have been canceled with the quickness with a lot oh, of things. Well, all these damn crybabies nowadays. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, half the movies nowadays, Boys in the Hood. If all these movies that we that we enjoyed growing up, if they were released today, bro. Fucking well, it's like people boy. attacking um, Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder for that, you know, and it's just like because they're barely discovering it now because everyone was home from COVID and they're doing all these streaming and this and that. And they're like, what? Iron Man? Blackface? And we're over here like, that shit was hilarious, man. That was hilarious. And plus, they probably didn't get the point. You know who I am? I'm a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> I think I fucked up the line, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's okay. yeah. You know who I am? I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what dude? You mean you do this? <laughs> uh, he goes, it was fucking hilarious, though, man. It was. It was. It was. It was. Way, it was ahead of his time. It was done by an actor who has generally seen the shit, and he made fun of Hollywood for it, and he got other actors on board to play to play the roles to jump to make fun of it as well and i'm glad don't be so fucking snowflakey people god damn my favorite line ah. still is when uh jack black's on the tree and because he's you know he needs his heroin he's like oh god <laughs> come on guys let me down I'll suck your dick, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Peel the shaft. Uh, turn the shaft or stroke the shaft and inhale the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, when I took her to go see that, bruh, she laughed. She laughed, snorted real loud. Oh, man. It does. It, it gets you. It does. So. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it. I know. I'm going to watch it too. But uh, all right, y'all. <laughs> thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoy the interview that's coming up. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, Erica, much love and much respect. I hope you enjoy the song, Old Friend. And uh, I am KMB the Sexy Ninja. Big Daddy yawning in your face. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me do that. <laughs> and when in doubt, fuck your couch.
What up, y'all? I really hope you enjoyed that track. That track is banging. That track is awesome. It is everything nice and spiced that it can be. I love this. I love that song so much. But we have a special guest in the house. We, You ready? Can you introduce yourself? I'm Erica with Suffer It Down. That's who I am. I guess. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I love the track. I Everything about it just makes me happy and giddy like a schoolgirl. Just because it's just it's fun. It, it's just energetic. And I, I got to ask real quick. What, what brought on the song? And what... What what just made you feel like this needs to be the first go go out with this? So um, that song actually, my producer was like you, Kevin Sharp of Metro Thirty Seven Studios and um, Rochester Hills. Uh, he was like, you have to release this song first. This is by far this is gonna pack the punch. It's gonna knock them off their feet. That's what he told me. So I went with his his. Um, his recommendation because he's worked with oh my god so many different artists it's unreal and he's done very well for himself so i always take advice good advice yeah and, and with that song i it does feel like that too cuz the way it starts you know it's just like oh shit here we go you know it, yes. it, <laughs> yeah within the first 30 seconds you already know what's what it's about so that's kind of like it it just Boom! Here we are. So that's what, what I wanted to go with that one. What made you pick this genre itself? Like, um, so I don't know. Everybody always told me when I was younger that I couldn't do it. I couldn't scream or I couldn't, you know. Yeah, you can sing, but you can't do, you know, you're not metal or you're not metal enough or whatever. And um, I mean, that's not the whole reason I did it. I love metal music, the metal punk rock. Like, I, I grew up on, you know punk my brother is about seven years older than me so he's a huge influence um what i listen to and he's always showing me like bands and stuff like probably favorite punk band is lag wagon or like um swing and utters that's actually my favorite i'd say but um so i always had that influence growing up and it was just something that you know i'm, I'm different i feel like uh i approach vocals a little differently i'm not afraid to to hit those notes that some people would be a little bit more, you know, oh, maybe that wouldn't sound good. I, I, I embrace what my voice does. So, um, you know, metal lets me do that. It, it, it's, expression. it's expression mostly for me. The expression is there with metal. And I've actually been experimenting with, you know, more rap and hardcore and stuff like that lately. So, um, you know, influences everything. And I just bring everything to you know, my influence is all out, I guess. Yeah, and, you know, with that, that that's what it has to be. You have to evolve. You have to keep um, changing in the game and being different. You have to stick out. You can't be the same Joe yeah, Schmo next it. to Joe Schmo. Yeah, you got to push yeah. it. Um, because the reason I say that, because with this track, and then you told me you did a track with ABK, and it was just like, yeah. whoa. Like, how did that come about? Because, like, ABK... He's he's a very he's a hero of mine just because I'm Native American and when he got into the game I it blew my wig completely off so well uh, ABK is a unique story actually it ties into um, a friend of mine recently passed I don't I, I know I talked to you about a little a little bit off 
off um you know air and stuff like that about kelly tucker and how you know he's like my best friend a sound guy really well respected in the area and actually like every new year's eve um it was like a tradition we'd go to hot rock and abk's new year's party was there we'd all get shitty and watch everybody spit in each other's mouths that's what that was what our thing was so abk was like bonding for us and um kelly was um very very involved in the metal scene as well um, he went on tour with bands like Wilson, Kissing Candace, stuff like that. Um, Nonpoint, you know, those harder bands and stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I looked at him one day and I was like, Tucker, something strikes me different with you. I feel like you're an undercover juggalo. I feel like, you know, <laughs> you're a juggalo at heart. He's like, actually, I am. And I'm proud of it. <laughs> He's like, he grew up that way, uh, you know, listening to ICP, listening to, you know, all the greats and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that was something that we bonded over. And then more recently I'd ran into ABK and I was like, Hey man, you know, um, it's actually nice to talk to you. Cause I, I was sober for a change because <laughs> every new year's Eve, I was lit, <laughs> you know, and, um, I, I, I probably made an ass of myself, but ABK is always so chill and laid back. So it doesn't even matter. Everything's just good with him, you know? And so I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, you know, and I told him the situation. I was like, we always used to, you know, be there for your New Year's stuff. And, you know, so we kind of got um, a little, you know, more familiar with each other. And then um, Bake had mentioned something to him about, you know, me doing some stuff with him. And and then um, ABK is like, hey, you know, I need a female voice on this track. Does your girl want to do it? You know, like, is she, is she interested? And you know, he sent over the track and, you know, we went in the studio that, that next day and just busted it out. And it was an honor. Oh my God. I was like, I'm working with somebody. Like I was like, Oh, he probably thinks some, you know, some jerk fan, whatever. He don't remember me, but he, <laughs> you know, he remembered me. It was kind of cool. So yeah, we, we were talking about that off air about starstruck and whatnot. And it's like, uh, yeah. ever since I started doing this, I'm meeting some of my heroes and idols. And I understand that feeling. Cause I like recently did a great interview with DJ Clay and the whole time I'm like, I'm talking to DJ Clay. I'm talking to yeah. DJ Clay. I'm, you know, like he's, he's calling me by name and I'm just like, ah, uh, you know, <laughs> so that's very DJ cool. Clay. Yeah. DJ Clay is pretty awesome. I love, I love Clay. He's, he's my homie. I, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm not starstruck with him. He's like, you know, kind of, we pick on each other all the time, but he's so cool. I love Clay. He's just so down to yeah. earth, you know? Very, very much, you know. So I, I want to get into this because we, you, with this hat, this, this happened because you commented on a review I did for a certain song by <laughs> yeah. the Insane Clown Posse, yeah. and the song's called "The Grump," yes. and the song released. And I remember when I did the review, I listened to the song a few times before I did the review, and I was like, "Who's on the hook?" I go, yep. you know, th th there was there was nothing. I was just like, it just said the same clown posse, the grump, and I'm like, I was like, oh. I was like man, her voice is banging like day. You know, my my wig was off a few times every time you came on the hook, and I was just like, who? Then then you commented, and I was just like, we all right, I I I got I gotta I gotta meet. We gotta do this. Um, <laughs> what? How did the grump come into your life? Oh wow, actually, um. So the gong show, the, you know, psychopathic does that. Um, what's it called? It starts with a P, I think. What is it? That special, like, subscription, 
where oh, on patreon yeah so they do their patreon and on their patreon they have gong show the they do the juggalo gong show and um actually jump study and andy sherman contacted bake low and they were like hey you know you want to do this and um he actually put me on that and he was like oh well you know what about you know erica she she'd be good i think what do you guys think and they were like yeah for sure tell her to come on down and we'll you know have her song and da 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 so that that happened and i get there and i just you know been working all day or whatever and then i was like a lot like one of the last people on and i jump on stage and it's like shaggy jump steady and and violent j and i'm like <laughs> no way i didn't like i had no idea that they were gonna judge obviously like um i was like okay i'm gonna do this so i did it wasn't happy with my performance but um they seemed to like really like it and they actually contacted me and they were like hey you know um want to work with you and I, everything i said the night um you were on the gong show yeah totally down like let's do something let's get you in the studio what can we you know so we started negotiations and stuff like that and then i showed up to the studio um and he was super passionate about the song like he was like all right i know it's gonna be kind of different and i'm gonna talk about some stuff you know and he's like but this song is about the grump and he's like grump's disgusting like he's putrid <laughs> he's from hell he's you know he rapes little you know pigs and kills kids and you know he's just the worst you know he's like so you gotta he's like i'm gonna you know finish tweaking some things and he's like but i want you to just make it your own like give me all you got in it and i was like okay so he's standing there for a second when i first start recording and um you know i guess he kind of leaned back to the producer and 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 bake because bake was there as well and he's like you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna step out he's like sometimes i make people a little nervous when i'm in here and i was like <laughs> okay pressure was off at that point a little bit you know i was like okay he's not staring directly at me like i don't you know feel like I'm on like a spotlight again. So it was nice. So I got to really work with the producer and, and um, you know, he had, Joe has this way, um, Violent J has this way of um, kind of just creating this story and he wants it perceived in a certain way. And he's like super calculated with everything and just having the freedom to put my twist and my spin on things it was like wow like it's an honor to work with these guys but it's even a bigger honor when they're like here do this and however you want and whatever you think and you know he's working with amazing producers because i mean like the dynamics on on the hook were just phenomenal like he did such a good job mixing it and i'm like super impressed you know um so it's just like one of those moments where you're like oh my god like it's all over and you're like, I just want to go do it all over again. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of how that went down. Well, you were great on the track and hopefully we have uh, you more on hooks for them or, you know, even a verse. I, I that, that would be dope um, because the grump is definitely something that was just, it, it, it's a different song and it's a very storytelling song. And with the hook alone, I was like, it makes it stand out even more because it's it's a different dynamic uh and you know and i i i guess i enjoyed your performance on that song uh i'm I, i'm just becoming more and more of a fan so um <laughs> you know and being because uh you're from detroit correct 
So coming from Detroit, what would you say was the biggest influence musically? Because Detroit's filled with rich history of just of of everything from Motown to you know hip hop to every. I, I love Detroit. Like I'll, I'll throw it out there right now. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. I'm a Detroit Pistons fan. I'm a Tigers fan. I am. I am all in for Detroit. Never been there, but I will one day go to Detroit because I love Detroit so much. <laughs> well, you got it. Yeah, definitely. And when you come here, you know we got you at Simon's after dark. The, that's the venue I'm pretty much at frequently now. That and Diesel concerts Detroit. So pretty much anywhere you go, I got you covered, man. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, uh, Detroit is awesome but i guess the biggest influencing sound from detroit um that i would say influenced me i would be lying if i didn't say aretha franklin wasn't all throughout my playlists big huge aretha franklin fan um you know i don't know she's just got power and she's got that raw emotion you know and she don't care like she's just like this is how i sound you know that's a struggle for any vocalist is finding their their voice you know because growing up and like you know when you're younger and stuff like that you think you have to sound like whoever but when you find your voice and the power that comes with it like it's then you're you know you're in the zone it's, there's no stopping you at that point but and aretha franklin had that since day one so <laughs> she's huge influence but that's awesome. And, you know, going into it, talk about uh, Suffer It Down with with the, with that project. What what else is coming? Like, uh, I know you, you said you're working on an album for, so, right? Oh, I'm working actually right now. I think I'm working on two albums with a potential third one just kind of tossed in the mix there. Um, one, I ha Are you familiar with City Morgue? At all? No, I am not, but I will look into no. it. You should do your next review on City Morgue. May I suggest, what do you say, Drano or Neck Brace? Bakelow. What's up? What up? <laughs> What's up man? Surprise. I had to. I was big, big fan. I'm a big fan of you, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm honored. Like, I love doing reviews for, for everybody and, like, when I get to pick the ones and get ones that I'm really super excited about, like yeah. your music, I, I just I get all giddy like a schoolgirl. Like I said, I'm just like, yeah, baby, let's get in the get in the car, throw myself around, take off my shirt, whatever. You know, <laughs> oh, that's dude, what music does it, for man. me. You're, you're gonna go <laughs> Thank so you. far, dude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You actually, we like your reviews. They're they're not um, biased. Like you're you're out of you know you're out in Arizona, right? Like that's where you said yeah. you were at. You're out in Arizona. You know, like, and and you're a different perspective because you guys, you guys are different out there a little bit. You know, everything's, you know, just a different. It's you know what I'm talking about. Have you been to the East Coast versus West Coast? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. just a way about life that's a little bit different. It's not like we don't care about your bullshit. We just want to know what you're doing. You know, like, it, you guys don't <laughs> dwell on that negativity. I feel like I feel like you know here in the Midwest we're kind of like oh but we. Negativity. It's more of a common thing to have a, a bad opinion of someone rather than like an objective opinion. So. Even just the feel out there is different, man. It's like it feels magical on the yeah. West Coast. Oh man, I went to I went to Colorado um, and Utah and stuff like that, and it was just the energy was just so like light. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> 
I come from um, the reservation in New Mexico, in Shiprock. Uh, that's where I'm from. And I've my my mom and them they've I've I've always been taught to be positive, you know, never be negative, never look at life in this big shining bright light, you know, let the diamonds rain on you, you know. It, and I try really hard because when I started this, it was it was like that. I was like, all right, I was like, I don't I don't want to speak bad on anybody. I want to just find the music, and and the way I perceived the reviews was like, I want to show what the music does to me. And I want to yeah. send that energy out. And I've only done one negative review, and I, I will never do another negative review again because I put it out there, and it, <laughs> it, it, it and it was uh, for uh, for Tom McDonald because I'm just not a fan, you know. And I put that out there, and all of a sudden, boom! I got blasted. Like, what the hell oh, is this? And I was just, you know, and I was just like, you know what? It's my opinion. I put it out there. You know, this yeah. is the, I don't like being negative. I'm not doing it ever again, washing my hands because <laughs> I'd rather spread the love than not spread love. Exactly. <laughs> well, you're killing it, man. That's for sure. Yeah, for real. So we were, I was really excited to actually be on the show with you and stuff. So, and it was kind of cool. Cause I'm like, oh man, this, this be cool. Like nobody knows who I am really. And you kind of like introducing me to the world, I guess, outside of like our, you know, Detroit area, because people in Detroit are starting to get familiar with who I am as far as, you know, in in the juggalo scene and stuff like that. But it's nice to be able to connect, you know, with with you out in Arizona while I'm here in Detroit. You know what I mean? With the it's really cool. So thank you for having me well, on. I appreciate it. Well, as you should, because I feel like you are a super talented like awesome person and you deserve that to blow up. And so like with Bakelo too, I, I feel like you know, you guys should reach all around the globe, you know, all around the globe. And you, I, I feel like, you know, cause you have a uh, tracks that you're, you have a track you're working on together and I feel like that's going to be dope. And I just feel like you, you guys's reach should be even further, not even just in Arizona, all the way to Cali, all the way to, you know, Australia and everything like that. And that's why I love when I do these reviews for people that, you know, everybody, I like to tag, like uh, any underground hip hop, you know, I, I just want to spread the word because I'm like, this person's so talented. Why are they not be blown up? Well, you know yeah. what? I'm going to try my hardest and I'm going to go crazy in the car when I do this review. Hopefully it catches somebody's attention to be like, man, if this, this fat guy gets all crazy in the car over this song, man, I should check out this artist. And that's the magic of it because I've gotten people who've told me like, Hey, your reviews, like this one is the other day, this, 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 this ninja messaged me, he goes, with your reviews, it makes me not stop wanting to do music. You make me want to continue my music career because time and time again, I want to quit. I want to quit because no one's listening. No one's listening. And I was just like, yo, that's a huge honor. You know, I'm yeah. like, if, if that's what it's going to do for somebody to keep them going in their path, blessed be, you know, I, I will give all the karma i can to underground artists and everybody that's on the come up and as two talented people as yourselves you deserve that and that's why i do what i do well appreciate it yeah for real after, and i was about to say after the last review that you did with clay uh, he was tripping out he was like bro this guy's incredible we sat that me and clay <laughs> sat there for like hours just watching your a bunch of random reviews man it was i don't know it's really cool you're good at what you do for real and I don't know. Did I did did I say it was just a song? Or did, did we talk about the album, like the whole? Oh, no, you didn't talk about that. 
Oh, yeah, no, that's one of the things that we're working on right now is we, we were going to do just a song, you know, and then we were like, we should do a whole album. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's unofficially what we, we agreed we, to. We, we got like six tracks ready to go right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. But we're trying to get some. All right. Yeah, we, <laughs> hey, we just got to send, send some in for final mastering and then the release is on its way out well, the door, so. Well, when that's ready to go, let me know, and you, of course I'm gonna do a review. So I, I oh, that I'm already excited. I'm like the future's bright, you know. I think I'm more excited for the review than the release. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For well, real. thank you. Oh yeah. But there, there's there's some dope tracks. We got DJ Clay on one of them. We got Jason the Sin God on another. Um, Knowledge. Um, who else? Light. Insane is insane. Insane yeah. is is light on one Sonic. of them. Or no, 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 never mind. Okay, so it's knowledge. Sonic. You're just throwing out names. I I thought you we said like Jeezy. We got Jeezy. We got Tupac. We got Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Joiner Lucas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I was just like, fun. whoa. So the budget was incredible not. for this album. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, but. You know, the goal, the goal with this one is to bring that sense of family, you know, like, and collabs. Like, I want to get Zitro on, on one of them. He wants, he wants to, Zitro wants to release a club banger. He keeps talking about it. That's we keep talking about it. Do club bangers. But, yeah, but it would be a club banger for He's us. He's so which, good at it. He is good at it. <laughs> I don't know. He's want to dance when Zitro stuff comes on. So, yeah, he is club, club banger material for sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's just, we want to, we want to kind of bring it and have fun with it you know like we were just thinking about like taking our experiences through life and stuff like that and um and kind of making it into not something we could joke not necessarily joke about but something we can look back on and be like okay i'm proud of that i'm proud that i went through that or you know what i'm saying um so we were thinking about calling the album actual the actual album this is just not official or anything like that so don't be surprised if we change it because we find something we like better but uh getting nowhere fast was what we were thinking Ooh, i like that going nowhere fast getting nowhere fast but uh you know just kind of that's what we looked back on dwelling on your experience you haven't even you haven't told anyone that yet what yeah i did shut up but you have i have text messages to prove it i was like what about this and he's like oh that's great <laughs> <laughs> so. No, I'm just saying you haven't you haven't put that up publicly. So. No, we didn't. We didn't put it That's up publicly. That's fresh news. Fresh <laughs> exclusive. Fresh news. Fresh. I brought... like, yeah, I feel like if we're on your on your show, we should do something exclusive for you. I like I like doing that. You know, giving you the exclusive drafts and stuff where you heard it first. Right here. Right here. Right here. And <laughs> and that's you know we we. We try to get more guests on, and we've had on a tremendous amount of guests. And I got to say, with everything that we've evolved into, I got to say this is the most fun I've had doing an interview because it, it feels like we're having a conversation than me just being like, so uh, what got <laughs> you into the game? And, yeah. you know, th that's how most of my interviews are. And I like to, you know, I, this new format we're doing, so much better. And I'm glad you guys are the first on it because it's it, this is a better, like, flow of conversation than just me, like, Okay, okay, guys. Like, uh, why, why, uh, why, why do you like hip hop? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Read you. Oh. 
So uh, yeah. what what else like besides that like what what is the end goal? What is the the goal of being like okay, well, you know, if there's one thing I can do, like there there's a number you're looking for to hit. What what would you say that number would be like listeners wise, you know, like just to be oh. like okay, hey, you know. Um I don't know. I don't really have a goal. I mean, like I just I love feedback. So like I, I when I was looking through the comments and stuff like that, I dug I dug the you know the ones that were like oh and I really like the chorus and stuff like that on the ICP track. It just gives me feedback. You know I like I like that. I guess I wouldn't. I never really thought of it like that. You know how many listeners do I want? I just want good listeners. I want you know people that get me that you know relate to the music I make. I mean, I guess it means if it's a smaller crowd, then I guess we're that one percent, you know, or that five percent. I'm I'm fine with whatever, just as long as people vibe with me. And that's true with anything, you know. Like with with me, like I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but the people that I'm a cup of tea of, I'm like, hey man, I at least made one person's day, you know. Like I I can live with that for myself because I'm like, if I made one person's day mm-hmm. and I made them feel good about themselves, I think I did my job. You know, yeah, and <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be one of those people that you know doesn't like is focused on the wrong thing. I want to enhance people's lives. I want people to feel better after they hear my music, or you know, feel like somebody understands them, or feel like, damn, I could totally relate. You know what I'm saying? So if that, if it's even one person, if even one person comes to me and they're like, you know, that really hit me, you know, that my job is done. I feel like I'm happy. I'm satisfied because. You know, I was able to affect change or affect someone in a way where they felt like they weren't alone. That's always a better feeling than, oh, 30,000 people just listen to my song. Ooh, I don't care about that. Because those 30,000 people, <laughs> did they really listen to it, though? You know what I'm saying? That It's true. That's why I don't really care for mainstream music that much, because a lot of it's like it just... <laughs> goes over and it's just like you look at the concept of the song you're just like man that is the basic concept ever that's why i like going deeper and finding songs like yours and being like why is this not a hit like this this should be like you know i i i feel that way because i'm just like it just just the tone of it and who i gotta ask about the the music behind that song real quick old friend who's on the drums who's on the guitar who's 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 making them bangers Okay, so coolest thing in the world. Some people I grew up respecting I get to play with now. So I got Stephen DeFord on guitar and secondary vocals. He's those low growls when I'm going high. Um, so when we're doing freeze, get some. I'm the higher, get some. And he is a good show, you know. Um, but he's guitar. And uh, he actually, he's open. To, like, we wrote songs together. We played horse. It was the best thing ever. We I went to his house. We smoked down. Um, we're sitting there, and I was like, hey, let's play a game. Let's write a song, like, right now. He's like, write a song, like, right now. What do you mean? He's like, well, I got some ideas. I was like, no, no ideas. We're starting fresh. We're going to have some fun. So we we smoked. We're sitting there with the guitar, and I'm like, okay, I'll start first. And I started a riff, you know, and then I passed it over to him. And then, um, you know, back and forth. So we create together. So that's kind of cool. And he's like, um, it's like a big brother, big you know, um, very, very positive male figure in my life. As far as the bass player goes, that's his brother, Phil DeFord. Uh, 
one of the most talented bass players that I've ever seen. I've always been like, oh my God, like if I could just get him on a track and then I got him on my whole album. So, <laughs> but they're, they work so well together because they've been playing together their entire lives. And then we got Jim Talitsky, which we call him Shots. And he, if you call him Jim, he probably wouldn't even answer to that. You've got to be like, hey, Shots, you know? Um, but he, that dude is resilient. Like he's had like knee replacements and all kinds of shit and is hitting double bass, like Godzilla, like, I'm like, holy shit, dude. Um, our next release that we have scheduled coming out is called the sun. And it's basically like a blast beat through the whole song. And, you know, it's one of those, I'm, I'm mad at the government and the way of life that we've created for ourselves in society. So that's kind of what that song's about. But, um, Anyway, uh, he's a monster in that song. Like his drum, his drum style is really highlighted. It's it's like they're so talented. Those guys are amazing. I wish they could be on here with me right now because um, maybe next time. Yeah, so <laughs> I could get the guys together. We do we usually do rehearsals on like Fridays and stuff. So um, oh, good to know. We can probably plan something for the future because I I when with with music and with uh, with that song like. I know when it's a great song, when I start doing air drums or when I start doing air guitar or, you know, air bass or something like that. Cause I was just like, and I get in trouble. This is the bad thing. When I bump, when I was bumping this song in the car and once I get going on the air drums and I'm like, <laughs> Oh shit. Like, like <laughs> I, I, I get a little bit too out there. I don't know if you saw, did we um, do any of, I can't remember if we posted any videos to our Facebook of us doing the sun. I'm, I want to say we have. I think you'll really like that song. I think you'll wind up doing like some air guitar on top of the air drums while you're trying to simultaneously play the bass too. Um, Cause that song is like, it's a, it's killer. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm really satisfied with the way that this is going. I actually, um, this is a newer uh, band for me. I was formerly in another band. It was actually out of Port Huron, though. It wasn't, it wasn't a Detroit band. Port Huron's, like, um, for people who don't know, like, uh, northern. So, like, if you're looking at Michigan, there's there's Michigan right there. Beautiful Michigan, right? Hold on. It looks more like that. So, the, the thumb there at the base of the thumb. Hold on. It's all backwards. The base of the thumb. Can you point for me? Or I'll point. So, Port, Port Huron's here and Detroit's here. So it's about 40 some odd miles in between the two, but um, Blue Water Music uh, was a big part of my life at one point as I was, I've been living in Port Huron for a while. So, you know, I, you obviously join, want to join the community that you're a part of. So, um, and in the area, I mean, there's so much life as far as music is concerned too. So, but I was oh, part man. of that band and uh, we actually broke up in 2019 and that's when, you know, I was like, I was miserable. I was so depressed. I wasn't even the same person. I didn't look like me. I didn't talk like me. I was just so sad about everything. Um, and then I had a few musicians reach out to me. Like, I tried jamming with one band. It didn't really work out. And, um, you know, they're on, they're still doing stuff and I'm, they're actually doing really well. So congratulations to them. They're actually um, doing really well. Uh, but as far as DA goes, you know, I still talk to the guitar player, the my bass player and stuff like that. They were like a family to me. And, um, you know, we tried finding a drummer, but nobody's clicking. It's just not, you know, working out. So I found Suffer It Down is actually something me and a friend of mine from high school used to say to each other um 
whenever we had to do something we didn't want to do. <laughs> and uh, so, like, for, for instance, we had to drink, like, a whole Dirty 30 in, like, 15 minutes. And we're like, all right, suffer it down. Here we go. And we just cracked them open and, you know, pounded them down. And then we were absolutely shit-faced after that. But, you know, the result. That's just a little side note. But, um, you know, I took that idea because I've been passionate about Suffer It Down for a long time. I said, one day I'm going to have a band that I'm going to just be able to do whatever I want in. I'm going to be able to say what I want, um, write the music that I want. And with these guys, they bring a Detroit funk to the whole thing. Like, I don't know if you can hear that bass line in be- behind Old Friend. But I mean, there's just that groove and everything these guys do, they produce this groove that they auto, they, their rhythm just falls into naturally. And um, it's very easy to write with them. It's very easy to create and it's very easy to channel what um, whatever I'm feeling and be able to put that out, you know, of me so I can heal, you know, and still create something for, you know, art purposes. I guess I don't know, but I mean, it's just, it's really good flow between us all. Well, you got to have a good flow with your bandmates. Cause I was in, I would say two bands because I, I dabble in the rap, you know, and I dabble in the music. I used to dabble in hard when, when I was younger, a young, young, young man. And, you know, it, it's just about clicking with everybody. And that's the biggest thing. Like I had a band where we were like, we're going to be like rap and blues and funk at the same time and i was like all right and i have a song up now and it's from that era but i I wasn't a fan of it because it was like this is too odd and weird and it was like we didn't click on a lot of things and but i totally understand that but um going into this uh you you already answered so i was going to ask you about the name of suffer it down i was just like that is such a cool name. Where did that come from? And I was just, when you said that, I was like, gotta suffer it down. Now I want to say that to, to the Hobies when we're, when we're chilling and hanging out. Gotta suffer yeah. it down. Like <laughs> It really works, though. I mean, like, everybody wants to complain about, ooh, fireballs, nasties. Well, suffer it down. Quit being a pussy. I mean, <laughs> like, can you say that on a podcast? Or do you have to, yeah. did I? Okay. I didn't know. We, we. We 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 said worse, fucks okay. and all. Well, I, mean, I mean, considering considering I've said worse myself, so but I at the same time, like you never know. I just don't want to offend anybody. Oh, um, if you're on this show, you and you people understand we say so much things, and we're just like, you know, over here. He's sitting over here rolling his eyes. He's like thinking to himself, like, you're an asshole and you don't care who you offend. Shut up. <laughs> it's what you got to do. You, you like, you know, I understand people's feelings. You got to be respectful. But at the end of the day, fuck it. <laughs> you know, it's a- exactly. You know what you should. Can can I make a request in, in your podcast? Like, if you want to do a segment unpopular opinion for like 30 seconds where you whoever your guest is 30 seconds unpopular opinion go what's your most unpopular opinion you said oh i know i'm like off in left field but i got i got a purpose i promise what's your most so like your favorite unpopular opinion 
Uh, <laughs> gosh, unpopular opinion. I would say the Tom McDonald review. Like I, the Tom McDonald, you know, yeah, yeah. So that that good. Riding with it, like my my unpopular opinion. Like you know, Metallica obviously is one of the greatest metal bands of all time, right? And then you got Megadeth is one of the big four. I I am a bigger Megadeth fan than I am Metallica fan. I fucks with Metallica, yes, but I would rather fucks with Megadeth. You want to know what that is? That's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> so, and I said okay, that really okay. nice. I said that nice. I know. I was I was like, you were really nice about that. I was like, but yeah. it's okay though. <laughs> well, see, but I. Like I'm, I'm trying to be PC a little bit. I guess I should just be like, fuck it, and just be like, no, I love Megadeth. I could do away with Metallica. That's better, right? <laughs> like, that is better. Like it. I understand, I understand that whole like Metallica, blah blah blah. Like I, I'll fucks with Metallica, but my band like is Guns N' Roses. Like Guns N' Roses. That's, yeah, I, I'm a huge Guns N' Roses guy, and I would pick them over a lot of bands just because I'm just like they. I don't know. They're they've always been like my soundtrack to my life. Is you know, even though I haven't done half the crazy shit they've done. Oh, you know, damn! I'm gonna be like, damn, know? that's the soundtrack of your life. Like, yeah, you yeah I'm like, I'm on the night train. You know, I'm just like, I've never done any of this, but <laughs> I will pretend jam. in my mind I'm that cool. I'm pretending I'm that cool. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I I guess I guess um my that that'd be like me. Van Halen is like my jam. Like I'll jump all day. <laughs> you know, it just puts me in a good mood. Or uh, um, what's another one by Van Halen? I like. Oh, every every day when I was pregnant with my daughter, I used to put my headphones on my stomach, and uh, every day I'd play "Dance the Night Away" by Van Halen. Oh, nice! <laughs> I saw that uh, you had a tiny one, and I have a tiny one as well. And I, I um, that that's awesome. Uh, how, what is your take on being a parent? Because like everyone has a different take and stuff like that. And for me, it's it's a crazy, awesome, fucking adventure. <laughs> well, it's weird. It's weird because I, you know, at when I was younger, I was like, I, do I really want kids? You know, uh, would I be a good mom? That's what I was always worried about. I was always worried about being a good mom. And uh, I always thought I'd have kids when I was older, but I had my daughter pretty young. So, um, but parenting is like the most challenging like magical frustrating expensive but worth it and not like you that you know what i'm saying like you would give like you'd be like i'll go find a thousand dollars just to get you that stupid bike you want that i can't afford <laughs> like for and yep. you're happy to do it and that's the crazy part about it because like somebody be like hey can i get 20 bucks like no fuck you man uh <laughs> but i'll help you out <laughs> but but i mean like i'll go like my daughter you walk in her room and she's a princess like she's got her little princess stuff and uh it's so she's like i don't care about these toys mommy i just i just want to spend time with you and then your heart melts and you're like, oh, my God, that little voice saying that and it's worth it for that five seconds. And the other times where you're like, I got to whoop your ass, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you know what I'm saying? It's all worth that. So, I mean, and then I'm she's still young. She's like seven. So I mine's know, six. I a, That's crazy. Daughter. Daughter. Son. Daughter. I got that mine's a daughter, too. If you ever come out to Detroit, you could bring your daughter, my daughter, play with your daughter, and then we can be like, okay, don't do that. 
and then talk about music and stuff. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. That'd be dope. <laughs> but no, and then it's also it's also cool too, because like anybody you meet with kids are like, hey, you wanna like get your kid to hang out with my kids so they can occupy each other and we can like occupy each other. So it's not like, you know, it's like a little club you join. I don't know, parenting well, is just different. It is a club. <laughs> I was at the park the other day and like I was just chilling. I was at the park and all of a sudden like daughter's playing. It's just me and her. And then here comes another parent with his kid and he comes up and goes, yeah. Hey, is that your kid? And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, my, it's like <laughs> Then all of a sudden we started talking and then I walked away. I was like, oh, I've officially joined the parent club. Like <laughs> exactly. You don't even realize that you're part of it until you're like, so you come here often? Like we could do play dates on Monday at six o'clock. Like, you know, like, Oh, we'll come to the park. You can come to the park. We can hang out and our kids can hang out. <laughs> it's like this, this unofficial, like you're part of this club now, <laughs> but no, what I happens in the parent club stays in the parent club. <laughs> yeah. No, parenting though. So challenging. So rewarding. Like, you know, when you make those, those sacrifices as a parent, you're like, Oh my God, I just want to raise a decent human being. I just hope they're not an asshole, you know, and then you watch them do sweet stuff and like be this amazing person and show so much empathy and kindness to the world and have this bright hope for the future. Like this is our future generation. And I get to like create this person with her and she it's, the best thing in the world. I, I honestly, I was stupid. I had no idea what I was saying when I was like, I don't know if I want to have kids because I, I would do it again. But, you know, every. Well, I wouldn't. I, I just want the one and done. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've debated that. I've debated that whether or not I want to keep going because I'm like, OK, I did really good with this one. I could dump all my time and resources into this one kid. But I, I'd, I'd kind of, you know, like I look at it and she's got a brother, you know, with her, her, her dad's got a, another child. He's like, you know, um, young and stuff. And I just feel like we waited too long for her to have like a sibling and she, she's so good at it. She'll like pick her brother up and like carry him around the house and stuff. And it's just, I, I had a brother too. I mean, I think I mentioned that and like without him whooping my ass every day, like I wouldn't be as tough as I am, you know, like. So I kind of feel like siblings are good, but at right now I couldn't handle it because like, I couldn't do it myself. You know, it's too much energy. We, we got our daughter a cat. So, you know, we're fine now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, my God. Cats and all the little my daughter will pick up worms and go, can I keep it? I'm like, no, <laughs> like, we're going to put the worm back in the ground. Step away uh. from the worm. <laughs> My, our cat is so like, I, I could pick her up for like a second, but then she'll blah, get jump off me. But my kid picks her up, walks around with her like this. And she's just like, I'm like, you won't even let me do that. You got her just like, you got you in a headlock. And she's walking around with the cat. I had a, um, I have a cat that I, he's like nine. So like eight or nine now. He, he, yeah. He's somewhere around there. But, uh, he was like around when I was pregnant and he was like your stomach's huge and he'd like lay on it and you know I thought for sure when I brought my daughter home he was gonna be like that's my person I'm gonna lay with her and you know what I'm saying because he was always on my stomach literally always on my stomach and then my aunt goes to me before I go home from the hospital she's like you know cats do this thing and I think you should watch him because he was always on your stomach um 
you should probably not let him be alone with the baby because I'm afraid he's going to smother. I'm like, why? Like, and, and I didn't realize at the time what she's talking about until I brought my daughter home. When I got in the house, he was like, what is this little alien thing you're bringing me? I'm terrified of it. And he hid under my bed for like two weeks. I didn't see him. He would not come out. He did not know what this little thing was. He was not having it in his house. He's just like, no. So he comes out finally. And I get to like bring her over to him. And like they meet. And he just. <sighs> and walked away. And I was like. Well you have no claws. You have no balls. So I guess you're going to go be angry in the kitchen then. Didn't know that when I picked her up to feed her. He jumped in her bassinet, took a nice whiz. I went to go put her back down, and I just got that cat smell, and I was like, you bastard. I'm like, why? So my mom was like, I'll take him for a little while. Maybe he just needs to adjust. He hated my daughter for the first three three years of her life. Like, he would not wow. go near He would not go near her. didn't want nothing to do with her. He, I think it was because she stole his mom because he, he was always with me. He was always in my lap, always, and now I had this baby that was in my lap, and he was just jealous. Freaking crazy. But he's back now, and my daughter will pick him up and walk him around the house and stuff <laughs> on his little hind legs, and he doesn't do nothing. He just, his ears go back, and he kind of looks like this. But he deals with it. He loves her now. I just think he didn't like small children. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah, cats are, cats are a trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like none of it makes sense to me but okay he wants to do whatever he wants and so does she and then she's like well you're gonna be my friend now and he's like okay i guess i have no choice <laughs> so the children i wish i wish you know we could remember like how free carefree everything was when we were kids you know where it didn't matter if you were gonna get bit by a cat you just did stuff without being afraid of it Without, that that uh, that that sense of fearless, just like yeah. I'm gonna climb on top of this uh, dr dr dresser and be like, "Daddy, look, we." I'm like, "Whoa!" Right? Like this is a great <laughs> idea. No, kids, kids, you know they have that way about them, and it's it's great as a parent to get to see them, you know, like expand, like learn things and expand their minds, and you know, kind of learn perspective. Because it's just like you see how the environment really affects them. I don't know. I'm a psychologist, like mentally, I guess I just evaluate things. I go to school for it too, so it doesn't help. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm always like, isn't it cool how they grow? You know? It's like, <laughs> I, I, I get like that. I get a little bit too, like, out there, like, just like, well, think about this, you know? Why is she doing this? Like, why? You know, like, what is she seeing right now? Especially when she right. was a baby. She's just like, you know. <laughs> like, why did you think about it? what I was thinking about when I was three? Probably, oh, this seems like a good idea because there's candy up on the top shelf. So I'm going to climb that shelving unit, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. They don't see the consequence because they don't know, you know? They just see the end game, like the end result, the end, like that's what they get when they get to the top, you know? So they don't have any, um, like they, how, how they assess danger, I guess. Um, they have no fear because they don't know. It's, it's crazy because, you know, now we're like, oh, if we do that, it's by experience. You know what I'm saying? You realize if you 
you know, skate or something and you hit a stick, you're going to fall. You know, these kids, they go because they don't know that a stick's going to get caught in their wheel and send them to them. I, I feel like I'm not making sense anymore. <laughs> but... No, no, no. It's, it's true. It's just like with my, with my kid, I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. I'm like, but... you know what? Go ahead. Try it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and boom. They're like, never happens again. Okay. You, you finally saw. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? But to have, to have that freedom of, you know, no fear. I wish I had that. That's that's just fun to watch as a mom, I guess. So, but I don't know. As far as that goes, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm rambling well, now. I apologize. No, no, you're you're fine. This was fun. Um, but we uh, got to get rolling. But uh, I want before we go, before we get going out of here, uh, I'm gonna open the floor to both of you if you want to, whatever you want to plug. I will have them in the description below of this episode so people can go check it out, check out the song, um, go to your Instagrams, follows, and everything like that. Everything will be underneath. And right now, I always give the floor to the guests to plug whatever you want. The floor is yours. Ooh, well, I mean, obviously, if you haven't heard it already, definitely check out The Grump. Definitely check out We We Be Smoking by ABK because I'm on those songs. Um, that's where you can hear some of the work I've done. As far as my band, if you like what you heard with Suffer It Down, you can find us on Facebook, Spotify. You can find us, uh, well, you can find me on Instagram. My bandmates are just like, here are you social media and I'm terrible at it. So, um, but definitely check that out. Check out Bake Low. You can definitely find out up to date info on his. Um, on all his social media, um, his websites and stuff like that. We'll definitely have updates on when our release is going to be happening. Um, so we're just in the final processes now. I, I want to release a, a track, one single, before the main album comes out. So that'll be coming out sooner rather than later. And then um, what else? What else? Excuse me, I burped. Um, yeah, no, just check out the social medias with band. Yeah, we'll be around. Simon's After Dark, keep an eye out uh, with coming there. There's going to be some uh, new ownership in that location taking effect, and there's going to be some great events coming to you soon in the Detroit area. As far as touring, there's some things up in the air right now where we might be hitting the East Coast eventually, potentially with um a few different acts but then there's some things that we might be going out west for but we will be in columbus on june 5th i will be performing there and it's going to be my uh, debut performance with my rap band right like we're gonna do my verse are we gonna do my verse i don't know ask fake low why are you gonna put me on spot it's your, <laughs> it's your verse, <laughs> <gonna> be verse. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm gonna be doing. Then I, I guess if he's I, like, I'm just chilling here. What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, just out. I'm just being quiet. You do your thing. No, I'll be going to Columbus. What's the venue called in Columbus? Poor boys, I think. Poor boys, uh, in Columbus. We're gonna be with the same um, lineup. Most of, mostly the same artists in the lineup will be there, and um, we'll be doing that set as well. So you can catch us in Columbus on the fifth, and uh, Allen Park on the fourth, and then, I mean, tour dates. Like I said, we'll be released probably pretty soon. But uh, some definitely some good shows coming up. We have the ABK's birthday cookout on the 26th. That'll be Suffer It Down. I won't be performing with Big Low that day. Um, but Big Low will be there as well. 
as well as ABK. Who else is going to be on that show, too? I don't know. Uh, everybody's going to be there. It's going to be crazy. And then... Uh, Tupac. Be... You're like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. J. Cole's going to be there. But uh, are you going to be at the gathering this year? I'm looking into my uh, funds and everything right now for it because it dropped. And it was like, here, it's in August. I'm like, all right, I got yeah. I got two months to plan. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the one thing that we were like, whoa, where'd this come from? Because... You know, we weren't like we thought we were. They weren't going to do it this year. They, uh, didn't they say they weren't going to do it this year? Yeah, something like that. But I mean, everything's opening up in in Michigan. So, and I, we're one of the strip states. So, I'm sure when everything started opening up here, they were like, "Why not?" I mean, I'm ready. Same here. Same here. <laughs> so definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, if you if you wind up going to the gathering, let me know, and then you know, I'll see you there. I'm going. Oh, oh yeah, because I, I I've only been to the gathering once in my life, and I've been wanting to go back and go back. And we like last 2020, we had plans of like doing comic cons and this and that. The gathering was one of them. We were going to do this, this, and this with C Plus Studios and blah 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 blah. Then fucking COVID came and just wiped right. out all our plans, and we're like, stay inside. We're like, but we, but. But we had so much like planned to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then so hopefully to, this year is different. Yeah, no, I, I'm. It's already opening up here. Like now, bars are open till two a.m. again. Everybody's freaking out about that. They're gonna do away with the masks on July first, right? They're already done. Oh, the masks are already done. I guess restrictions are done. Like restrictions, capacity. restrictions and stuff are done. Capacities on the July first. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last one that's gonna come out. But, I mean, I guess it's been working for the other states that have been doing it, so we'll see what happens. Michiganders can't be too scared, you know? Yeah. And so we're pretty much almost there. We're almost there. We got, like, because Arizona being a red state, they automatically, like, turn all the lights. Turn it all back (laughs) on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, thank you guys so much for being on here. Thank you for having us. It's honestly like I I was excited to do the show, like I told you, and I feel like I made a great friend out of the whole deal. So, you know, it's it's awesome. I'm glad I reached out. I was kind of nervous. I didn't know if I wanted to say anything on public forums, especially not being like, you know, credited by the actual artists like on the on the videos, you know, Um, because I didn't want to cause any issue with anybody or people be like no that ain't you or whatever fuck that you need your yeah. credit yeah and then so exactly I, but get your credit i felt a little <laughs> bit more comfortable because of you're reviewing it so when i was like hey you know <laughs> i just don't know i gotta check out some of these other artists like i know who blase roses and stuff like that um I, i'm familiar with some of her music but the other artists they were saying i'm not as familiar with so i have to check them out because i mean if they if they kind of sound like they could be similar to me maybe you know work with them in the future or something on something who knows so I'm trying to get you on a song with Whitney trying to get on a song with Whitney Payton Bake is anyways he's he's kind of plugging he's like well you should you know you guys you gotta meet Whitney so I'm, I'm excited we'll see I've been happens. trying to get Whitney on this show for a while so maybe Bakelow wants to work his magic there because <laughs> it was one of those things I've reached out and she's like the last review I did for her and t- retweeted it. And I'm just a big fan of hers as well. So <laughs> actually, um, I'll, I'll put it in her ear. 
if I mean, if she retweeted it and she already seen it, like I'll tell her again. Yeah. yeah, I just want her on the show because I think with this new format, we definitely could have more fun. And I would yeah. love to do a Bakelow, uh interview too. You know, we just tear it up anytime. So, but before we yeah. get out of here, we have a we have a saying around here at C Plus Studios. Uh, we say, "When in doubt, fuck your couch." And <laughs> when I set it up, all of us together would say, "Fuck your couch." So when I say, "When in doubt," all of us would say, "Fuck your couch." Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? All baby? right, y'all. Born ready. Like and subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. And when in doubt, fuck, fuck your, your couch. couch.